Welcome, welcome to our eighth episode of Chats with Black-Owned Businesses. Today we speak to four beautiful Black queens from the Detroit Doula Collective. We discuss the role they play as a doula and the importance of their role in the birthing process, whether it be natural or with medical assistance. The role of doulas in the Black community is literally life-changing and life-saving. Currently in the U.S., Black women are four times more likely to die from pregnancy-related complications than white women. These doulas are educating, supporting, and advocating for Black lives and just lives in general within the healthcare system. The very presence of doulas have proven to lessen the mistreatment and interventions imposed on Black moms. So excited to share this episode with you. Enjoy. We start with the introduction of each queen from the Detroit Doula Collective. I'm Ariel, um, and I am a birth and postpartum doula. And what inspired me um, to become a doula is generally my own experience. I didn't have the best birthing experience, but I'm so grateful. Like that is the drive and the force that encouraged me to help others just make that um, experience the best you can. Because I noticed that if I would have had a support person there, such as a doula, like my experience could have went totally different. So I can't change the past. Only thing I could do is change the future. So with that, um, I can be that support person for other women and help them advocate for themselves and everything so they can have that experience that they're looking for. I am Khalifa, and I have been a doula for like 10 or 12 years before I even knew I was being a doula. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It really started because um, I just kept getting invited into the birth space. People who were around me who were giving birth were like, I need you to be there. And I'm like, me? Like, why do I need to be there? I didn't understand it. So I just showed up. And when I was there, I was asking questions and, you know, paying attention to everything. And um, nurses would always ask me, like, are you a nurse? I would say no. But they're like, you're asking very specific questions. So I was like, this is just how my brain works. (laughs) So (laughs) I, like, officially started it as a business this year. But I've just been doing the work. Um, The birth of those children is what led me to that. And I felt like, you know, I needed to, I owed it to myself and to my community to get proper training and um, knowledge. So that's how I got here. Hi, my name is Viv or Vivica, whichever one you want to call me. Um, I'm a fairly new doula and I became interested in becoming a doula because I was always inspired and curious about pregnancy. Um, I've heard a lot of good and bad experiences about moms going into labor and not having support. And I used to live in New York. And once I learned about what a doula was, I was just like, one day in my life, I had to become one. Because it's something that I want to do. And I feel like it's something that's calling me. And I was like, this is, this is what I have to do. So me being in Michigan now, I took advantage of an opportunity and went out and was like, I want to support moms during um, birth and postpartum. But I've been around kids for a very long time. I've been helping moms for a very long time. And this is just another a step for me um, to further experience. Hey, I'm Princess Umi. Uh, um, my work experience as a doula, 
I would say it was similar for me that I started being asked to attend births by people that I knew. And I would be like, well, like, what do you want me to do? Like, what, <laughs> why do you want me there? And they would be like, no, just be there. Just your energy. Like, it just, it does so much for me. I just, I need you there during that moment. So I just started attending births of all my friends and family. And, um, and then I was like, okay, well, I learned that there was a profession where I could dedicate my life to doing that. And I was like, that's where I need to be. So that's when I started training with Dona. And then it's just been this ongoing like adventure. And I'm really excited that at this point in the adventure, there's a group of us doing it together. And I'm just really excited. Congratulations. It's very beautiful to see you guys team up and do this. Let us know what a doula is, what their, you know, their purpose is. What a doula is, is they're a support person during the laboring process, um, during the pre-laboring process and the postpartum process. We provide emotional support, educational support, um, physical support. And we provide that information as well, that education that's really the most of our job is providing the information and education. So these families um, know their rights and they can advocate for themselves. Um, they can be effective in planning their birth wishes and be realistic and know that, you know, some things just happen. But with the information, with the knowledge and the education, we can tackle this head on. So that's what a doula um, is. What we do not do is we do not um, conduct any medical interventions. We are completely natural. Uh, we get that a lot. Like people are like, so are you a midwife? Mm -hmm. Or like, what do you do? Like, so are you a nurse? And it's like, well, we don't provide any medical interventions whatsoever. We leave that up to the midwife. Um, typically a person, whether you're birthing at home or in a hospital, you have a doula as your support person. Um, which is like your constant support. The midwife and the OB, they're doing other things. You know, they making sure on the medical side that baby is safe. We make sure mom is safe, you know, emotionally, mentally, and physically just in that space to create this portal so this baby can come out. So when we ha you have a doula, you have a OB or a midwife working alongside that doula, rather you birth it in the center, a hospital, or at home. For my experience, I was not interested in getting a doula because I was just like, my first time, my first time when I was um, trying to figure out, you know, who I wanted on my team, I didn't see the point of a um, doula. I did not want to, and I really want to bring this up because other um, moms that has reached out to me who knows I birthed um, naturally, you know, they would ask me the same questions like, you know, which one do I get? Is it important? And I was, I had the same questions and I literally was not going to go with a doula. And I think it's very important to emphasize that when, that mental part that they're there for you for that mental, emotional, and physical support. Oh my goodness. Like it was like having a sister there, um, um, like a mom figure there, just there to have your back. I just realized just how hands off the midwife was. Like she was there, she would check on the baby, check on, um, check on me, but she wasn't there to say, you know, like, you know, hey, how are you doing? Um, that's just how that midwife was, very hands off. I know other midwives, they um, sometimes start as doulas first, so they might ask you questions. They might be a little bit more hands on. And mainly it was my doula that was right there with me. Like if I, if I just needed to just like, you know, just breathe and just be hunched over, she was right there hunched over looking. And it was just, you know, having that support system was, you know, amazing. So I always tell people that a doula is worth it. They are worth it. So I think that's very important to, you know, 
put that out there to anyone that you speak to just how important it is to have someone there because sometimes even if you're birthing with your significant other or with um, family members, they don't know how to advocate or support you the way that a doula may know how to do because, you know, after a while you've been trained, you've been, you're experienced. So it's just a different atmosphere with having someone right there supporting you and knowing how to support and advocate for you. Absolutely. Um, so for experience of, I did not have a midwife, but I was in a birth center. I had a doula and um, I had a nurse who told me, you're gonna have to stop thrashing around cause you're not gonna have enough energy to push the baby out. And when she left out the room, my doula simply leaned forward and was like, you do what you need to do to get your baby out. Mm -hmm. And so her in the nurse's mind, my thrashing around was me doing like cat cow in a circle. If you do yoga, it's like, so you push your chest out and you pull your chest back. But I was on all fours doing that in a circle. And if I had back labor and it felt really good to me. So just to have my doula just chime in and say, you do what you need to do that feels good to you to get your baby out. I was like, I felt empowered in that moment. Mm -hmm. So it was super important. And you're right. The, the OB kind of came in and like checked and was like, all right, I'm out, <laughs> <laughs> which is great if that's what you want. And I'm, I'm not biased, maybe a little bit, but doulas are worth their weight in gold. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, I that and spiritual support not just like religious but spiritually because this is a spiritual experience there's life coming through you mm -hmm. i really i really like that you guys expanded on that because although i haven't given birth i know for a fact that with anything that's life-changing especially if it's coming from you it takes a lot of energy you need a lot of encouragement you need to you need to feel loved you need to feel mm -hmm. safe a lot of times i hear mom say my birth took three days I didn't feel safe. I had to wait for somebody to come that I can fully trust to, to let go, mm -hmm. to let my body do what it has to do. So having a doula there um, during, you know, uh, birth and during labor really allows you to freely, knowing that you're safe, to, to freely just do what you have to do to listen to your body. And in postpartum, a lot of times there's a lot of emotions that are not talked about. Mm -hmm. And a doula will sit with you and say, how are you doing? Yeah. nobody's really it's, it's about the baby everybody's excited about the baby how's the baby is the, what's the baby doing can I see a picture <laughs> of the baby but it's like how, how are you mom how are you doing what's going on with you how are you feeling you want to get dressed up I know you're not going to go outside but you want to feel pretty let's go do that <laughs> you want a bath you want a shower I'll wash the baby for you while you take a shower so you can come back feeling whatever feels normal to you things change but you can still make things feel normal and with the doula by your side during both experiences, it really does help to uplift and to remind the mom, not to teach them how to be empowered, but to remind them that they are empowered, that they have that within themselves to do what they have to do to learn these new things and let themselves go. So what birthed this collective and what brought you four together? I think we all were responding to a call. Like it was something higher, like something, just something was sparking in all of us individually that led us to start searching for each other and we were like are you looking for me too yes i'm looking for you too like is this what you want to do yes exactly <laughs> i think we're listening and i think we kind of all like individually planted that seed and with that is what initially brought us all together like 
I spoke with you a bit of like, you know, this is my dream. Like, this is what I want to do. I'm going to try to make this happen. And Khalifa, like she talked about it. Viv talked about it. Umi talked about it with like other people. And I just kind of put something out there on Facebook. I was like, well, let me just see who would be interested. And like, I got so many responses. I mean, responses from women who wasn't even in Michigan. Like, how do I sign up? I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Wow, sisters, hold on. Let me pump the brakes. And then only she just kind of was like, here's a flyer. Like, I put it all together. And I'm like, what? Okay, well, like, I sent it to Khalifa. I sent it to other women. I'm like, show up. Like, <laughs> and literally us four showed up and we were just like, is this a collective? Like, we all just literally just like, like instantly the vibe, the love, the energy, the passion, you know, what we all wanted to do. We all had the same goal in mind. And when nobody else showed up, we was like, yeah this is it the, who came was meant to be and this mm-hmm. is what it is and we made it official that day it's like a marriage like we made it official <laughs> <laughs> and been showing up yeah, every day exactly every day for me I was looking for a backup doula I was like everybody's like you're gonna burn out you should have this you should have mm-hmm. somebody to back you up this, this, and that. And I'm just like, I was going on the different Facebook groups, like, hey, I'm in Michigan. This is the area that I'm in. I'm looking for a backup doula. I'm willing to be a backup for you too. This, this, and that. I got in touch with Princess, got in touch with Ariel. Princess sent me the flowers. It's like, this is dope. I'm ready. Let's go. Let's go see who we're going to meet, who we can (laughs) connect with. Because I'm all about self-care. I'm all about helping out. I'm all about teamwork. Because I really believe teamwork makes the dream work. So when I saw it was just us four there and we was having a good time, laughing, actually, you know, making a plan to make this collective happen. Like even before we finally was like, we're going to do this. We were just talking (laughs) it out. Listen, it's the four of us. We got this. We're going to do it. So I'm pretty... I'm pretty happy that we met each other. And with this collective, what are some goals that you guys are hoping to accomplish? I think one of our primary goals, even when we met, was just to create community. Uh, Like we want a space where um, families can meet doulas. And we also want a hub for other doulas who are interested in getting started. Like even if we're like core members, we still want to extend our our welcoming, warming grace to other doulas who are interested and help them get started. That's very important. Also goes along with our, like our goals um, with spreading awareness, social media is a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're using Instagram, we're using Facebook. Um, we're learning different types of platforms so that we can reach as many people as possible because a lot of people don't know what a doula is. Mm-hmm. So they don't know why it is important or beneficial for them to get one. So we're going to use different platforms to let them know and educate them on that and as for events we want to raise money to do fundraisers we want to do events like to for doulas to meet doulas for parents um to meet doulas um and just to be able to uh one of the things we say is invest in our community so that's something that's really important for us that's a part of our goals and how we want to accomplish that and we have some really great things coming up um and this is one of them, like, Vita, we're so appreciative for this podcast, for this platform, to, because this is part of our, this is part of our goal. Um, this is part of our plan to spread awareness through any means possible. Yes, through Facebook, through Instagram, but like through this podcast, you know, speaking to other people within the community. Uh, we have events coming up for strictly moms or women who's looking to become moms. And then we have some for doulas. 
we're going to try to get them together as well. Um, we have some plans with midwives. So we have some really good things coming up. And it's just really about spreading that awareness and just getting out here because a lot of people don't even know how to find a doula. Dishing out all this information um, just to bring them in. And not only that, like when we talk about spreading awareness through social media, mm-hmm. we're going to be posting, posting facts about birth, posting what a doula is constantly, you know, what can you do um, naturally during the laboring process? What positions are comfortable? What uh, type of rights do you have? So we're just going to keep giving that information. And everybody loves free information. Yeah. And that's just so much. They're going to be like, who is these women that's always giving these tips? <laughs> like, dang, you know? But everybody <laughs> loves that. So they're going to be like, okay. You know, eventually, I mean, we, we will post something and it would just go to the roof. Like, and we like, we just post it like, this is Detroit doula, like <laughs> collective, that's it. You know, so it's getting out there and people are definitely interested and we use our own individual platforms too, to bring in um, those clients. And everything. I mean, a lot of people think, oh, because I'm getting an epidural, I don't need to have a um, doula, but we still have the same role mm-hmm. whether you're birth medicated unmedicated if it's a belly birth if you are a surrogate if the, however your family is coming to be then that's what we provide and the great thing about our collective also is that we have a, a shared goal but also we have all of our experience together like we have different things that like, for me, I'm a full spectrum doula and placenta encapsulator. We can just kind of give our expertise in every situation. We have like newborn specialists, all of that. So even if you are adopting a child, you can get a doula too. I want to just shed a little light on that and just kind of feed off that energy, Khalifa, because that is really the beauty of our collective. Like we all have different level of like expertise. We all have different and great qualities. So it's like, Whatever you're not getting, you're going to get it because it's four of us. So we bring it all together. And I swear, like, every time we meet, we're like, oh, my goodness, we're so grateful to have you because what I'm not skilled in, you know, Viv may be skilled in, what Viv not skilled in, only skilled in. So it just works. Like, we help each other in that aspect. And I think that's the most beautiful thing ever because this is like the full package, you know? You get the full package. <laughs> Nice. And just to, um, I wanted to ask if you guys can kind of elaborate on the different situations where you guys can um, assist, because I didn't know you could assist in adopting. I don't know what a belly birth is. And I'm sure this is all things that are new to, you know, people who's probably listening. For adopting wise, you can't, your life is still changing. You still have to adjust to a new schedule. You're, you're taking in, it's like, it's like you're giving birth, but it's just, it's just a totally different experience. You're taking in a child that you're learning about the same way with a, a giving birth to a newborn you have to learn new things so a doula that's there when you get an adopted child you're they can guide you in a sense so it's like you're unsure about something it's okay we're going to find this information we're going to find the resources we're going to try these things and whatever works best for you that's what we're going to do and we're going to keep doing it until we run into something else that you're unsure about and then we're going to work through those kinks as well so it's when people say there's a doula for everybody, <laughs> there's literally a doula for everybody because support is endless. It can come in so many different forms. And 
adopting a child doesn't make you any less of a, a mother. You still have to learn different things. Doesn't make you any less of a parent. Um, so that's really something that's beautiful about being a doula. And you guys, you think I should show that picture I showed you guys yesterday about the belly birth? I was yeah. just waiting. Yes. 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 Okay. <laughs> this is the belly birth. I don't know if you're able to see. I saw it. I still... <laughs> okay, it. let me show you can another one. While we're looking at it. Okay, you see where it says magic happened here? Yeah. That little incision. Oh. So a belly birth is when the baby takes a different route. So instead of being yeah. born vaginally, they have a procedure done and the baby is born through the belly. Okay. It's also known as a cesarean. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like on the edge of her seat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Build it up. <laughs> It's just reframing that conversation, you know, instead of saying that a baby was born by C-section because you hear the word mm. removal. So um, reframing that thought process of belly birth, like how Umi put it, because I love how she says it, you know, it's a belly birth, like the baby mm -hmm. came from belly. It was, the baby was still born because you can see a lot of parent shaming Mm -hmm. by people saying if your child was born this way or that way then you're not x y and z it's complete bs mm -hmm. and we we have enough to deal with as parents we don't need to try to talk about who's on the top and who's on whatever it, it doesn't matter your the ultimate goal is healthy birthing person healthy baby Mm -hmm. I think that's so beautiful because I've known some moms that their plan was, of course, to birth naturally. And then when they're, you know, telling their story, it's just disheartening to hear them kind of like, kind of shame themselves when they're telling their story, like beating themselves up. And I'm just like, you're a new mom. You got so much to deal with already. Like, you have no control over that. So I just, I think that's another thing that you guys would be beautiful for you guys to um, add um, within the program of your collective. Something that really helped me with my first birth was that they told me, like, they prepared me mentally. They, they gave me the power of acceptance of, like, it's okay if you don't birth naturally. If it doesn't happen that way, you know, they kind of prepared me for that. You're birthing your child. So belly birth is such a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful terminology for that. I think that's so beautiful. And I think I can see a lot of women feeling more proud to, you know, share their birthing experience and being able to say, yeah, I had a um, belly birth instead of like kind of downplaying their birth saying, yeah, I had a cesarean. And is there any other type of births or um, parent, um, introduction to parenting that you guys assist with i was gonna say we do um what i most doulas that i know they do offer child support um as far as um sibling interactions uh, with a with a lot of parents they're like oh but my child doesn't want to hold the baby this is not because your child is just like you're you know being introduced some, to something new your child's being introduced to something new so that's like bringing something home your dog is like I mean, not to compare a child to a dog, but it's kind of like the same concept. It's something unfamiliar. Mm -hmm. um, so it's like, learn, we, we help with that. We help to make that whole family situation whole in a sense where everybody's comfortable and they're able to go at their own pace without feeling rushed um, or feeling like this is, this is so, this is so abnormal. I don't know how to cope with this. So we help with coping when it comes to um, sibling interaction and, and just helping with the child. Yeah. Also, um. I am a sex doula. I am a fertility doula. 
<laughs> there are bereavement doulas. So sometimes um, pregnancy does not always end in a live birth and you need support through that. So um, that means like if there was a miscarriage, maybe you need emotional support through that as well. But um, I know you say you don't know what a sex doula is. So uh, <laughs> I do the worst thing right now. So you just, just clear it up for me. Clear it up. Clear it up. <laughs> okay. So wait, let me tell you what I don't do. I, <laughs> I am not sex therapist. I don't join in with any of the activities. I'm not there coaching along. Like you got no. this. I don't do that. Thank you very much. And no shade to those who do it. Right on. So what I do is I pretty I help a person connect or reconnect with that part of who they are. Because we are all sexual beings. Um, and a lot of times either we just have disconnected from that through society, through being shamed, through just never being able to explore. There's so many different reasons, right? Mm -hmm. So my role is to help you to ignite that or reignite that. And that just comes through self-exploration and asking yourself some questions of who are you? What do you really want? Who are you beyond? Especially for me, something that I learned through um, the NBDA, which is the National Black Doulas Association, who I train with, it was just kind of like, tell me who you are outside of your roles. So that that's what I kind of help people do. And then especially in the postpartum period, you're feeling weird, maybe you're like, what is this body? I don't stuff is leaking. I've got giant boobs, maybe, you know, so it's just about reconnecting to who you are and finding your new norm. Um, and then a lot of the things that people don't talk about, especially in the black community is infertility. And that doesn't mean that you're broken or anything is wrong, but we may need to take some extra steps. And part of that may be reconnecting to who you are sexually. You, there could be energetic blocks. So those are just some of the things that, you know, along with herbal remedies and just everyday things. Wow. Honestly, you guys cover the spectrum of like support. Like, I'm just thinking about how like, because when you guys are saying what you guys actually help with, which I did not know you guys could help in those areas. It's just crazy because I'm just thinking about other moms or even conversations I've had about like things that we're struggling with because no one told us like, oh my God, you're going to have this body now and you're going to have to just deal with it. And this is happening. This, you know, it's just like, it's all new because when somebody tells you about having a baby, they just tell you about the sweet part on the baby's this, and you just get, you get mind blown by just what <laughs> is happening. And so it's just crazy to think that you can have all of the different types of support in different areas. Like that is crazy. Like right now I'm just like, Oh my God. This is out there. So you guys really like this collective is important. I'm so, so excited. For what you guys do and what you guys put out there to people because I did not know there was this type of support. There's one more thing I'll say. I don't think it's true for most doulas, but within our collective, we do have uh, a doula, which is me, <laughs> who will take care of babies for the first year and help support that bond and that first, mm -hmm. like, you know, learning how to soothe them to sleep, how to teach them to self-soothe, the feeding, the... Maybe you just need a night where you just need some sleep. I'll come over and let you sleep. <laughs> Bring the baby to you when you need to feed or however you want to do it. So we got you covered the first year too. And I wanted to know, have you guys um, seen um, a surge in um, home births? 
or like are you guys birthing in hospitals how what's what are you guys seeing in the industry right now there's definitely a surge in home births um a lot of clients that have reached out to me is like hey like i want a home birth especially with covid going on everyone's like Mm-mm, i'm not trusting too much of nothing right now i want a home birth i want an all-color team so that has been like the new trend right now and then especially like you know um i don't know if you know about it but the business of being born mm-hmm. they have that video out so a lot of um it's getting a lot of show like a lot of moms are watching it um and just naturally like i'm so grateful that people are just waking up and they're looking for accurate information and with that and especially with covid and birthing the baby in the hospital people are like Mm-mm, we need all accurate facts you know <laughs> so they're looking at alternative messages especially us people of color we so used to like okay go to the hospital this is how we do things like but like now they're like no like i want natural i don't even know if i want meds i want a doula what is a doula how can I have a natural birth? So it's, it's so beautiful and it's so empowering that, you know, our people are just like really just becoming consciously aware and just spiritually aware. This is a spiritual event going on and it's huge, you know, and you should be as peaceful as possible during the process and support it. How do you guys um, bring peace to and support moms that are choosing to birth in the hospital during COVID, um, if you guys have any experiences of births that you had at the hospital during COVID, because I do know, like, for mom's sister, like, she, she's well-educated, the whole thing about the business of being born, and she just doesn't <laughs> want to birth naturally. She wants to birth, you know, um, through a C-section. Um, how do you guys create, you know, that space of, you know, comfort for women who, you know, they may be informed, but their choice, um, and rightfully so, is to birth um, through C-section, but they're also women of color, and they also know how they're, you know, treated in the um, medical, you know, arena as a woman of color. How do you guys um, actually create space for them, protect um, their space and their uh, birthing experience, and advocate for them? So I have um, supported a family that has had to do a belly birth and it's during COVID and by cesarean c-section whatever (laughs) verbiage you prefer to use is okay um so this person had to they initially planned for you know a very natural uh birth center birth but birth goes all kinds of ways and part of preparing people for that as a doula it's part of a visit that we do in our prenatal we talk about all the different ways and what can happen and what to be prepared for um so this person ended up having to have a belly birth that looked like me showing up with my ppe so that meant mass that meant everything you know i'm completely covered from head to toe and being safe and i'm there talking them through the whole process, any questions that they have, sometimes that looks like me holding space for them. There's a lot of information going on. Although the doctors have gone over everything, then the nurses go over it again. Now I'm going over it. I just hold that space for them and allow them time to think things through because it's, it's very fast. Mm -hmm. Um, And 
I'm just telling them what to expect. And that looks like maybe the nurses or doctors asking questions and they're hesitating. And I'll say, you know what, if we could just have a moment, yeah. uh, or I just tell them, if you'd like to take a moment, that's okay too. Maybe we could all step out and you guys could talk it over. Nice. Also, you don't have to decide right now. Nice. So that's, that looks like me just saying to them, um you have this opportunity giving them their their options mm -hmm. and letting them know that ultimately it's their choice because they have to live with the the, the outcome of it mm -hmm. and sometimes that's not that's not done where they're just like okay what do you want to do do you want to get the baby shots or is there a, a circumcision it feel like they're asking you it feels like they're telling you um in that yeah. you know in that sense so i, I can see the importance of you being there yeah and so it's just also emotional it, it's, it's very emotional because when the baby was then born the dad had the baby and they were still doing those post-op checkups so that looks like me holding her hand or me talking to through this mm -hmm. or we can do um positive affirmations it's all kinds of ways to support and even before they get to the hospital something that i was always taught was make sure they know the protocol of the hospital, especially during these times. Since, since the hospital are changing up and down, saying that we want doulas that are, have credentials, we, you only can have one person, or you can have a doula and another person. So knowing the protocol of the place that you're going to, making sure that your doctor or the person that's gonna be there for you understands what you want and is not trying to knock you down from mm -hmm. the choices that you are making and i feel like that's extremely important before you get there you have to be firm in yourself and know that you have that team that's going to be with you and not trying to be against you because when things hit the fan you don't want somebody by your side like yeah we're going to cut you open and we're going to get this baby out mm -hmm. and then this this and that but you only can stay here for 48 hours instead of the regular probably five seven days to make sure you heal and stuff like that since a lot of things are changing, you want to make sure you have that team and that you know what to expect when you go to the place that you're birthing at. Yeah, I would say um, preparation is definitely key. Preparation and communication. I always prep my clients. You know, we can talk about the glitz and the glamour of it, but we're going to be realistic about things as well. You know, I always, always, when they tell me their birth wishes, I make sure I'm well acquainted with them and I understand them ask any questions that I need to to help me better understand that and even with their wishes I say okay I throw out alternatives so if this happened what are your plan if this if they ask you this what is your plan so that way once we get in that environment because let's face it when you're in a hospital you're laboring it, even if you're at home laboring period you're in a very vulnerable state mm -hmm. and that is why parents feel like they're losing control because nurses and doctors get them and give them all this information and make it you know send them all these emergency things while they're so vulnerable mm -hmm. and they're not and they're not really capable of making like that consciously aware decision you know what i'm saying so just kind of preparing them for that method so should any problem arises hey we talked about this so at this point, I'm just reminding you of your wishes and then your alternative wishes as well. And then I'm giving you, so what would you like to do? You know, we talked about this. We were prepared for this. So what would you like to do from this point on? And me, with hospital birth, I always, every time I come in, I always set the scene. Like, I'm always calming things down. Like, just because there's a lot of interaction in the hospital, mm -hmm. just generally. 
And now with COVID, I love it because it's so intimate. You mm-hmm. can only have two people there, your support partner and your doula. You can only have those two people there. So the environment is naturally more intimate, but it's still an invasive process. You have all these new people, new faces, these doctors, these nurses. So I create this thing. I bring essential oils if that's what they want. We play music, we dim lights, we get into different positions, we laugh, we just not say anything and just breathe. I create the whole thing. Like I'll come in there and be like, oh, these need to come off. Like, come on, come on. We got it. We got to come it down, you know? And I noticed that mom appreciate that. At first I was apprehensive and I was like, oh, I don't want to impose, but they be like, once they're in that headspace, they're like, I don't know what I want. I just want, like, I want the baby out and I just want peace right now, you know? So sometimes you just got to create that thing for them. And you know your vibe of your clients. That's why you mm-hmm. spent so much time with them before. Tell me how your client base seen before COVID, as far as how many, um, how many women were you birthing with before COVID? And now what, what has changed because of COVID? Before COVID, it was just kind of only those people who really did a lot of research knew about doulas, who even happened to maybe stumble upon what a doula was. Now I have people avidly like and actively seeking out doulas. Like, oh, I know I want a doula. I had a client who was five weeks pregnant. I had a consultation with so immediately they were like I know I want to do it and it, this was a black woman mm-hmm. um the biggest thing is like we always think about oh birth is just such a beautiful thing it's so happy and it's so fun but there's also a flip side we know that black and indigenous women die two to three times the rate of any other race of women and you layer that with systemic racism mm-hmm. COVID Black women are like, hospital, (laughs) or I'm going in the hospital by myself. No, 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 no. I need a warrior. I need somebody like by my side, you know? So the realistic truth of that is we are looking for community. We are looking for someone who looks like us, Mm -hmm. somebody who we feel like we don't have to explain anything to. There's just a cultural understanding, a shared history. Mm -hmm. So the numbers are surging because people are becoming more aware. They were looking for more natural, so to speak, routes, alternative routes, when really it's not the alternative, it was the original. That's Mm -hmm. a conversation for another day. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But yeah, it's a lot of, especially families of color. Um, I've had all different, I mean, from Dominican to indigenous, you can go anywhere with it but they're searching, they're wanting, and we're here. And too, like I said before, like now with COVID, they don't have the, um, they don't really have the space to have everyone there that they would like there that would normally help and coach them through the situation. So it's like your support partner, and they're like, okay, now I need someone who can be the advocate because my support partner and my mom can't be there or whoever that other support person is. So they're looking for, you know, someone who can truly advocate and just have a great understanding of how the procedures go. And I think ultimately it's important for people to remember whatever type of birth that you have is your birth. You know, you you should be affirmed in your decision. And if you do need to go to the hospital, that's okay. Because 
they're taking all the precautions <laughs> right now. You know, before maybe um, people were, I don't know, doing whatever. And it's not to come down on any particular provider because there are a lot of amazing OBs, midwives, just nurses, people at the hospital. The the team that I saw with the, the uh, belly birth were top notch they were caring and kind and it was just me being there was just an extra layer of you're gonna be okay and like, how do you guys work with your clients to um for them to pay for your services oh it's so funny that you asked that um we are we keep going back and having this conversation because we're like we need to figure out a way to get insurance to pay for this Mm-hmm. We're we're not quite there yet, but how, what, in what ways we can help in the financial aspect? Because people, even if they find out what to do, is they're like, nope, I know I can't afford that. But like, literally, these hospital births are way more expensive than having a doula and a midwife on hand. You know, mm-hmm. so uh, not all of insurance. Um, there may be very little right now that covers um, doula work. But we have came up with so many other ways um, to just help in that financial aspect. And one being is setting up payment plans for our clients. You know, you can set up a payment plan with us and we will be there every step of the way for you. You know, you get the same level of care of anyone who just dropped a paid in full, you know. Mm -hmm. And then not only that, we are encouraging Put it on your baby registry. Ask, mm-hmm. ask someone to gift you a doula, you know? Mm-hmm. Put it, like, for Christmas, anything. Like, you're pregnant, whatever gift that you would normally get. Like, oh, I want a bag. No, I want a doula. Yeah. <laughs> we'll I want a doula. doula, too. Like, people can it's, actually pay towards it. Exactly. So, like, when we push on, um, when we push on our social media platforms, like, we're putting it out there, like, give someone a doula, you know, give someone that support because everyone can't be there, you know, and we want to ensure that these women have what they need. So that's another way that we're coming up, um, which is kind of handling the payment aspect of things. There are also different platforms too, like U of M. Um, they do supplemental income for doulas and families. Um, Southeast Michigan doula you can find a doula on there and they help low-income families. So it's platforms out there. We just have to get them out there Mm -hmm. and just get that information out there because that's what's going to bring them in even more because they're already inquiring. Mm -hmm. But, you know, every time you inquire about something, you'd be like, yeah, but how much is that? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) That's me all the time. And I I felt shame when after I had my experience with my doula, I was like, I should never even open my mouth. Like, here you go. Here's my money. Like, Yep, yep. <laughs> you deserve it all, honey. There you go. And so I wish I could give you more. <laughs> right, right. I think a big part of that is um, knowing that we need to go to our state representatives. And we are talking, because they are representing us, and we need to tell them this is what we want. Doula care, midwifery care should be part of what is paid for by insurance companies. Mm-hmm, yes, there are insurance companies that may reimburse you. Mm-hmm. Some doulas accept FSA, HSA, which is flexible spending accounts, health savings accounts, and that's normally through your insurance provider. So it's pretty much a savings account where you are able to pay co-pays, prescriptions, doula services, and that is available to you because we can provide detailed uh, invoices and things like that. So not only are we doing payment plans, um, we are 
I mean, for me personally, if you offer some type of service yourself, we could trade. So don't just go up to doula saying, yeah, I got it. (laughs) (laughs) But personally, that is something that I am willing to accept. So if you do like promotion or you do some type of I don't know, website building, if it works for me mm-hmm. and we feel like that's an equal exchange because that's all money is, is an exchange of energy. Absolutely. So we're flexible. <laughs> we're flexible, honey. Nice. And, and with insurance, we're still fighting for mental health to be on insurance. Like, geez, come on, get with the program. <laughs> we are just trying to work within the system that we have mm-hmm. and also change the system that we have. But how do we do that unless we have everyone doing those same things we have it's you get more done as a collective as we all know mm-hmm. yeah. so if we have everybody working towards that where people are saying this is my basic human right to birth how i want to mm-hmm. and have you pay for it because i'm paying you to pay for it mm-hmm. you know those are those are questions that we need to to rise up and um I think more, yeah, more um, consumers of insurance, actually, we have to actually bring those questions up to our insurance companies and to the um, medical companies and staff, just so that it could be known that, okay, this is something that is serious and important to us, because hospitals are already feeling it now, and I think that's the reason why there's hospitals that's doing that, where they're creating birthing centers, because they're just like, wait, we're losing patients, <laughs> like, we're losing money to this whole birthing, natural birthing thing, we need to get it back, and so... You know, I'm just hoping that we can still find a way for doulas to be able to be included and paid what they deserve to be paid. Um, Yeah, so hospitals are actually recognizing how much money they're saving by having doulas present. mm. They've noticed that when you have a doula present, the amount of interventions go down, and that's Mm -hmm. usually where your costs start going up. So hospitals see the benefit, and so that's why they're starting doula programs. But here's the catch. They're doing these volunteer programs, which are great. I, I did a lot of, I got a lot of great experience from hospital doula volunteer programs. But the thing is, we need to understand that our doulas, and if you're listening and you're a doula that's interested in doing doula work, you deserve compensation too. Mm-hmm. You deserve some some nights to sleep, some self-care, some food on the table, your bills mm-hmm. paid, your kids taken care of. Like So, we, so they see the benefit. It, and we just want to make sure that they understand that it's still that energy exchange and we want to do the work and we also want to be able to provide for our families and our community as well. And then if you're totally right, these hospitals are smart, okay? <laughs> um, I've spoke with midwives. It's a fine line with, um, and this is a conflict too, I think, with uh, just having an insurance company provide payment for doulas um, because if you work independently, Versus working for the hospital. When you work for the hospital, you're placed under those restrictions. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So a lot of midwives are choosing to work independently because they want to create that natural environment um, and just educate their clients on the truth of birthing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And interventions and things of that nature. But when you work for the hospital, you're placed under certain restrictions Mm -hmm. and it's a confidentiality type of thing going on with you know you as the worker working with the hospital Mm -hmm. so they create these volunteer programs so 
you know, it's like, a no, you're not obligated to me. You're still independent, but we're not going to pay for your services. And that's still totally unfair. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I, just because I don't want to be placed under those certain guidelines and restrictions doesn't mean that my work is not valuable. Mm-hmm. You know, so is like uh, Khalifa said, it's just speaking to those state representatives and just getting that out there, you know, it's, it's, it's essential. This was beautiful. It's um, very amazing um, time to spend with you guys and your positive and beautiful energy. I just love it from all of you guys. It's been an honor working with you, Vita. Oh, Thank I'm so you. glad you had us. Thank you so much. Thank you.